0: Welcome back to another episode of stand up but please fit in hope everybody is having a great week and if you're new to this podcast hi my name is abby i talk about cultural differences between japan and rest of the world or how to be an individual when you're surrounded by society that wants you to fit in so yeah and before we get on to today's topic i wanted to kind of update you what's going on in my life this past week. I don't know if anybody's interested. (laughs) Well, um, it's just been, you know, having a kid, dealing with your kid every single day. So I don't have so much to update. But yeah, it's, you know, sometimes I feel like I want to see people because I'm just talking to my kid all the time. Or other times, I feel kind of like, I don't really want to associate myself with anybody. And I don't know, just those mixed emotions where you feel lonely, but at the same time, you're content being alone. Not sure if anybody has that same issue, but that's how I feel every day. And another thing that's been bothering me recently is social media. And again, I have social media for this podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So you can follow me on there. And I like to keep it updated every week because when I post it, people should know that I post it. But recently that I've been noticing is just that I have not really been able to get new followers. Um, I don't know if you guys really care about your personal accounts. But obviously, when you have like a podcast or any business, you want to grow your account, right? So I try to, you know, use hashtag or whatnot. But I feel like my method is a little bit outdated. Even though I do follow up on how to use social media to grow anything like your business or podcast or anything channel so I found I think I'm noticing that even in my own private account that just posting pictures it's not gonna get any views or likes or audience I think recently I think it's like using reels kind of like those videos which kind of similar to what they use for tiktok and those of you who have actually created a reel, I think you have to, you know, create a video or use pictures. Then you have to pick a song or you have to create like a caption and all that work. It's like another part of this podcast job. So when I create an episode, you know, it takes time to plan the episode and you talk and then you edit and you post it and then you like, update on the social media so that's kind of like a step that I usually do but on top of that I feel like in order to get more audience you need to create a reel which takes more time planning what to post you can't just post any pictures you have to kind of like create like a video pick a song and then post it it's just I feel like I'm not saying that I'm falling behind in generation because I do know that I should do this in order to gain viewers or listeners but uh, I feel kind of lazy and that's not good because even though I'm talking and taking so much time out of my you know life doing this podcast which I love I need to do this other stuff about growing the social media where I need to think about how to post it and Instagram is probably picking up on that and filtering reels that are People will rather see instead of just pick, I uh, just post a picture. So it's so annoying. And I'm not saying that I should hire someone. Obviously, I don't have that money to hire someone and do this work, but it just, I need to figure it out. And I do have the knowledge. I think I'm in that way, it's like I'm not saying I'm tech savvy, but you know, looking at other influencers reels like I understand what kind of stuff I need to make but I need to take time to actually make it which I guess it's kind of a interesting job what the influencers are doing you know I'm not sure if they're making it up by themselves but it's a lot of work and I feel kind of annoyed that I have to do this on top of recording and editing and planning my podcasts so as it is you know like uh, it's it's hard for me to pick and find time, you know, because when I have a little bit of time to even work, you know, that when my kid is sleeping, I get tired. I have to do housework and I have other priorities. And I mentioned last week, you know, I want to get exercise, my body back in shape, and yeah, it's just all that stuff, you know. It's like a full time job again. Yeah, so that's what's been going on with my life and today I have an interesting topic. I'm going to go back to talking about being yourself or, you know, act same as other people and it's going to be um, about clothing and what to wear. So you should be yourself and wear whatever you like or you should wear uniforms or clothing that everybody's wearing so I wanted to talk about the difference and what I've noticed and again this is another newspaper article that I brought up and this is like a perfect example of what's going on in Japan so I wanted to share that topic with you and maybe have an opinion on whether you like wearing something that nobody else is wearing or everybody should wear the same thing. Okay so let's get started. So Again, I read another article on a newspaper for uniform. And during the summertime, in Japan, they have swimming lessons. So I'm not sure if I don't think and that don't, I don't think they have swimming pools in the U.S. Because I don't remember this. But in Japan, a lot of the schools they have a pool, and they do have, do they do swimming lessons during the summertime as part of the curriculum. So. During the summertime, you have your bathing suit, and some schools in Japan they had they asked their parents to get permission from the principal or school leader saying that if their kid wants to wear like a rash guard, which is like the long sleeve that you wear during the swim uh, when you're swimming just to cover yourself up and parents have to get permission from the school if they want their kids to wear that because technically rash guard is not part of the school uniform so um why this is such a big deal that why can't you wear a rash guard right and it's a perfect legitimate reason why parents want kids to wear it because skin cancer really bad sun damage and really bad sunburn that kids go through because when kids wear swimsuits, they're exposed. The skin is exposed, right, obviously. So parents don't want their kids going through, you know, not a medical reason. So they want kids to be covered. It makes sense. But school is saying that if one kid wears rash guard, they... Other kids want to wear a rash guard and it's not part of uniform and part of, um, like, we don't want to deal with that. Which is kind of annoying because parents care about their kids' health reasons and then all you care about is not having to deal with millions of complaints. And another thing is that, oh, if you wear a rash guard because you're adding extra layer, oh, it's going to decrease the performance of the child. Like, you can't swim any faster which is another thing that I makes no sense because it's just swimming and you're learning how to swim. It's not like the kid might become a professional Olympic swimmer. Maybe the kid might, but you're not learning to become an Olympic swimmer. You're learning for survival and you're learning another skill. You can swim with a rash guard. I swam with a rash guard when I was pregnant <laughs> because... Uh, my body's small even though my but my belly is huge so I was not able to wear like pregnant swimwear, like just the bottoms but the tops were too big so I just wore like a two-piece bikini top and then put a rash guard over it and I was able to swim perfectly fine you know you don't need to learn how to swim like an olympian just need to learn how to swim so why are you worried about you know performance level so that's like an excuse they were saying. So in the end, like the results um, in the article, so the school gave a permission to this kid for wearing rash guard, but it has to be a certain color. I think it was a navy color and you can't have like a hood. So you have to be no collar, uh, just a collar, no hood. And then you can wear a rash guard. So it's just this article got me thinking, you know, I understand having a uniform or just being equal gives equality and then you don't compare with other people it makes sense but in many cases you just can't you know put something in say one size fit all because all human is not equal right so japan has been going through these kind of cases where you know it doesn't work for one kid because the uniformity is just doesn't work. So another interesting thing, and that also creates like just putting it in a box where you can't, you know, have not just creativity, creativity but just like not realizing that not all people are created equal. It's causing a lot of mental issues to people as well. So another thing is that Japanese people, they must have black hair when you're a school child. And that's another thing is that this girl in Osaka City, she was she actually sued the city because she was emotionally traumatized from her teachers telling her to dye her hair to black because her natural hair color was not black. Black, can you imagine this? And her, it's not like she's half. You know, she's hundred percent Japanese, but it's not like she dyed her hair whole life. She, the teacher was like, "Nope, it's not black. It's different from other kids. Dye your hair." And then, obviously, dyes they. Fade over time, right? So the natu- and then your hair starts growing, so you can see the natural hair color. And then the teachers will constantly, constantly tell her to diet, even though she's not, she's done nothing wrong. She, it's just her genetic, and she just had um, a meltdown. I think she stopped going to school, so she actually sued the school for you know having tra- traumatized experience. She won actually, lucky, good for her because that's just imagine that happens and uh, yeah so actually um I was talking to my husband about this and he also had a same incident where his teacher made him dye his hair because it was not black and what happened to him was that during he lives by this ocean so he, during the summertime he would go swimming a lot in the ocean and as you know um, ocean water uh, bleaches your hair because he has, you know, salt. So he will get his hair lighter. And then this is not because he bleached it or anything. It's just his hair was a lot lighter than other people. And they made him actually dye his hair. And he, obviously he dyed it because, you know, generation like a little bit earlier, he can't really say no to the parent, uh no to the teacher. So yeah, it's kind of sad that you even though like you have done nothing wrong it's your genetics it's how you were born they're telling you oh you can't do a certain way because this is not the right way um, even some schools I think they're making um, schools ask parents and students to show proof or submit a document. Proving that their natural hair is either black or even it's curly. So Japanese people mostly have straight hair. And if it's even curly a little bit, they just provide, need to show evidence that this is not, this is their natural color. <laughs> like, how would you provo- prove something? Even my son's hair, um, it's black, but it's definitely curly, like wavy, like my hair. So, um... Imagine he went to a Japanese school and asked him to show proof that his hair is the way he is because of his genetics. It's so sad. Um, also, another thing they were doing this is also this is actually probably the worst out of all is um, teachers were checking girls. I think it was girls' underwear to make sure it was certain type of color, certain certain type of style so I it's really sad you know not only you're being singled out for not being equal but it's also like against you know privacy you can't just and when you say um color it's mostly what high school kids when they're going to puberty girls go through you know that periods and it's I just feel so bad that Japan they have to do all that stuff just just because of creating an equal environment. I'm going to take a pause because just talking about it with you guys just makes me really angry. But um, even, um, I think I mentioned this, it's been a while because, you know, I've taken breaks for pregnancy. And I did mention this in one of my first podcasts about job hunting that, you know, wearing suits and girls wearing certain type of makeup and heels during job hunting season it's basically the same thing you know create equalism so people don't judge you based on how you look how you what you wear and i understand because you know you should have that some people do have favoritism when it comes to you know picking a job or you know school but you know there is certain ways where you just cannot do that. So, and I think it's very common to see in a non-immigrant country like Japan and some of the East Asia's immigrant countries like US, Europe, you know, there's so many people mixed. So you can't just say, oh, this is the right way, right? And Another thing, um, this is a pop culture reference, you know, it reminded me of Princess Diaries. If you have not heard of Princess Diaries, it's a movie based on this girl who found out that her father was um, royal. He was like actually going to be a king, but he passed away. So his, her grandmother came, she's a queen, and then told her that he was, uh, she was like the next heir to the throne, but in the first scene of that, they do have like the debate between you know having it's a high school, so a high school debate, just as less uh, it's just classroom setting of comparing, uh, arguing, having casual Friday where you don't wear a uniform or keep it have uniform, and this is the stuff that I talked about. So my opinion is, um, you know, I don't mind having uniforms, but. As I mentioned, even everybody's dressed the same. and they, People need to understand that everybody's not the same. And it's going to be even harder and harder, especially in Japan, to keep it the same. Because, you know, Japan is accepting more foreigners. And even, you know, people, foreigners are getting married to Japanese people. So people are going to start looking different, like my child. So what happens if someone does not have black hair? You know, obviously... I uh, or black hair or just not straight hair. Well, I never really had that issue when I went to Japanese school because both of my parents were not Japanese. But you know what happens if that happens? Because my son's name is full Japanese, so he can pass as Japanese, but he just looks different, and then they might comment on it like, why is your hair not straight? Another thing is, what about hijab, right? So, there are a lot of Muslims that are actually going into like Japanese elementary school and especially like stuff like swimming you know they girls have to wear swimsuits that have hijab like that's covering the head it's, i think nike also started making those which is really cool so is that part of the uniform or they just accept it or i don't know like what is school gonna say oh you can't wear that because it's not part of the school or uniform you can't say that parents are gonna be really angry when they say that or what about dietary restrictions And so japan is Um, Before, when I was a child, you can't leave any food on the table. You know, you have to eat everything. I understand, you know, wasting food is bad. But now kids going through allergies, so they have to have dietary restrictions. And it's school is more accepting, but some people might say, well, you know what, I just can't have one person doing this because I'll have to, you know, accommodate for other people. You know, like that's could happen, you know, because it's still a traditional country. So, yeah, um, my take home advice, I don't know, is that, you know, Japan, maybe, you know, things might change in the country, but you can start by kind of learning about how other countries like the immigrant countries are learning about, you know, how to create equalism, but, you know, not overshadow the whole genetics and how people are raised. And kind of learn that and apply it to what's at at their own place. I mean, their own country. So a little bit difficult, but that's something I've thought about. I mean, that's the only thing I can think about with Japan and how to overcome that situation. Because unless, you know, people don't look at something outside their own, they're not going to change that. Okay, hopefully you like this episode. And if you have any topics you want to discuss, always leave a comment on my social media. I know um, I try to post it. I'm going to do my best when it comes to how to update it. So thank you. And I will see you next time. Bye.